Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, everybody. We're back at it, baby boy. This is the Air Buds Podcast. My name is Jamel Johnson. I'm Mike Benner. I'm Peter Moses. All the baby boys and baby girls and baby humans. What it what it do? <laughs> what do it do? We do it do. Yeah. Doobie doobie do. Guys, all star weekend, huh? How about it? It was in it was an all right one. I heard a lot of down talk. I heard a lot of shade, a lot of overcast, but you know what? It was what it was. It's just cute. It's it's always going to be cute. You're never going to be like, oh, man, that was a great all-star weekend in the Smoothie King arena. <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. Yeah, if everybody in the front row ain't drinking Smoothie Kings, why are we even, you know what I mean? What are you we know, talking about? I've watched quite a few games in the Smoothie King arena. Not, like, actually in, but, like, you know, league past them. Yeah, yeah. Counts. Don't see a ton of smoothies happening there. Never. Oh, they probably don't even sell smoothies in the fucking building. They have to smell. Sell. They have to smell. smell. They have to smell, smell smoothies. You better got, be able to smell smoothies. I got to smell them smoothies. When I'm walking into the, sm- the Movie King arena, I need to be smelling all different kinds of smoothies. I want to smell the sweat of the players. Right. I want to s- smell the leather of the basketball, and I want to smell the fucking sweet scent of smoothie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. They should just like I'm the worst. I'm in the, really I'm, in the not I'm in the raspberry mango so section of the Smoothie King Arena. They should just like name all their sections. Yeah, like uh, I'm in strawberry banana six. Is wait six? Oh, that's like, like your section, seat. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was like an order at Smoothie King. No, yeah. no, that's yeah. like your that seat good, at yeah. the Smoothie King Center. Well, the game, the All Star game at the Smoothie King Center, we can agree was trash. Yeah, they guess, what was it, a combined 3,000 points in the yeah. first half? Yeah. Uh, there were better dunks in the game than during the slam dunk contest. Hey, look, you know what? Maybe I had the benefit of DVRing it and fast-forwarding through all the misses. But there were some good dunks in that. <sighs> name, felt... name one good dunk. Oh, come on. Oh, you man. like dunks? Name three of your favorite dunks. Right now? Uh, Wait, in the All-Star uh, game or in the NBA, in the dunk competition? In the slam dunk competition. Uh, okay. Glenn Robinson, the winner, man. Oh, I mean, yeah, the, when he a jumped over with the... a double pump. Well, he sort of it was like a half pump. Yeah, but you mean over the two dudes? Over three dudes. It was three dudes in the in the winner. Oh, right. Yeah, because you know, well, there was two dudes and his Pacers mascot, right? Yeah. No, um, I'd also like the bit where he kicked the mascot out and brought in Paul George. I thought that was adorable. Oh, yeah, his you're first right. dunk. Yeah, you know, that was he, pretty he, good. You know, what really ruined the slam dunk competition for me this year was actually the judges. I thought the judges were fucking terrible 
And, like, if, like, the judges aren't going to be, like, consistent. Like, I feel like you knew they were inconsistent from, like, the first fucking, yeah. like, the, like, the first two dunks. But, I mean. And I, you're, like, I'm, like, well, like, is there, like, oh, there goes, like, like you know, Chris Webber and Gary Payton are going to make sound decisions, sound, like, consistent decisions on, like, what's a good dunk and what's a bad dunk. It was just, like, I, I was, like, well, I, this feels silly because, like, you had, like, a Reggie Miller and Kenny the Jet being, like, well, here's what they should be grading on. And then they, like, grade, they, like downgraded them because it took them more than one dunk it's like well that's specifically not what you're supposed to be grading them on yeah so it was just kind of like a bummer to be like well all right so someone's just going to kind of like accidentally win this and then aaron gordon didn't even like make one aaron gordon barely showed up he's a foot injury his fucking drone dunk i i (laughs) hated that so much that was the most painful like what was it like? Seventy-two minutes of tv watching him try to make that drone dunk like he was he went to the drone too early I could yeah. tell he was gonna. It, it wasn't gonna go I don't his feel like way. He had a choice about going to the drone. It seemed like. Yeah, they like, probably. Yeah, Intel that's definitely like when, like, made he him. Wakes up and like gets put in an SUV and driven to an undisclosed location, and they lift like the top, like the the pillowcase off his head, and Adam Silver's like, "Listen, <laughs> you're gonna do a dunk with a fucking Intel drone, and it's gonna be, and it's gonna be awesome. Now it's gonna be first forever, and you're gonna make it, and then everyone just walks away. Yeah, he looks super nervous in a in a pre. Uh, Dunk contest because he probably felt lame as fuck yeah. trying to use a drone for his dunk, and yeah. it wasn't even like it didn't. He didn't even catch it out of the air. It wasn't like the drone was fifty feet in the air and dropping the ball, and he was alley ooping it. Like it hit the floor, and he did it. So like, yeah, I thought. Why it can't been... anyone just bounce that ball for him? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was gonna catch it like cocked back, and like That'd be that cool. would have been cool. He just a simple like windmill. Like yeah. you do the motion and then catch the ball at the That'd bottom. Cool. That would yeah. be so cool. Yeah, think it too hard. Aaron Gordon didn't show up. He looked like he looked so sad. He was all butt hurt on the bench. Yeah, it was, I was enjoying watching like him just uh, feel like a failure. The best part of the weekend though was probably when they made all the dudes get off their seats out of the crowd and shoot three pointers. Oh, play knockout oh, yeah. for Sager. Yeah, to raise money for the Craig Sager Foundation, each made three was going to be ten grand. And you know what? Shout out DJ Khaled nailed one of those threes. Yeah. That was, uh, pretty, that was pretty nice. It wasn't all dudes. And Candace Parker. Candace Did Parker. Everybody's up. a dude at All Star Weekend. Candace Parker. We're all just a bunch of dudes, you know. Is <laughs> a lovely woman. Absolutely. With the uh, but I like after watching her swish a three barefoot after like getting up out of the stands in a dress and yeah. she had winning the, ten thousand dollars for the foundation. I was like, I would, I would risk everything for her. <laughs> she had a sheer turtleneck on with overalls underneath. Yeah, it was a good yeah. look. Yeah, it's like it was wild. It's cool. Yeah, Candace Parker. You're also funny. You were on Area 21 with Kevin Garnett, and you were talking shit, and you made me laugh. Oh, so I haven't watched. That's the only thing I haven't watched. I watched the fucking NBA The Talent Show. Oh my god! I saw someone tweet about that, and I was like, I was too late to get to it. What? What? Tell me about the Talent Show. The Talent Show was like pre-taped, so it wasn't as funny as it could have been. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, you know, it's like players and their skills. I think one dude whistled. Nice. He was like actually fucking whistling. Chris Chris Bosh played a guitar. Apparently, I saw C J Miles on the piano. Wait, did Chris Bosh play his like his gas can guitar? I think so. Yeah. I, look, that was it was a clip There's that a I video missed. of him like with a gas can guitar that he built. Like it's a guitar like made from like a tin gas can that he built himself. It's oh such my! A well, back when he was a prospector, hobby. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, there were three rappers. Of course, I'm Shumper. surprised there's just three. Yeah, it was the Shumper, Meta World Peace, and Lou Williams. And uh, oh, the Depot stole the show. He's a good singer, and he's, he won it with he I is believe a good I singer. I believe I can uh, fly. Yeah, yeah, he's um, a great singer. I mean, we remember singer. from <laughs> two years ago the dunk contest when he came out in a fedora and sang New York, New York when the All Star Game was in New York. Yeah, and yes. they like, couldn't find the key. That was a bummer. And then proceeded to just fucking suck at the dunk yeah. contest. Yeah, but he came out in, like a suit coat and a fedora, and he was singing Frank Sinatra. And, uh, he was the best part of the, that holiday commercial this year. Why did his manager remember that? Yeah, you remember like the holiday commercial where he was just like super wide eyed and like. Oh yeah, really he had the funny. nice no, yeah, the nice uh, no. Most wonderful off. time yeah. of the year, right? I really, uh, I blame his management for convincing him singing "New York, New York." It was a good idea. It definitely wasn't anybody on the Magic, dude. It's tough to find pitch, like even when you have like an earpiece in and someone's giving it to you in like a big arena like that let alone when you're like in the middle of a duck contest and you're trying to get it from like the PA system yeah it's weird to watch people yeah like Broadway singers have a hard time doing that dude and you (laughs) you're a shooting guard I just realized yeah we were watching fools bomb a dunk contest Aaron Gordon bombed 
Yeah, uh, DeAndre Jordan kind of. I mean, he was he like, did okay. you know, he did okay. He I mean, made he, some dunks. He didn't if really you belong make a, in the contest, they only let him do it because he's the only like big name that wanted to do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Just, what are you gonna do? You kind of got to man. Yeah, really, the best part of All Star Weekend though was just kind of like watching everybody hang out on that Saturday. Yeah, yeah it's in just the like, 90s. it's like NBA red carpet where. It's just like fun to see like Kyle Lowry and like Kyrie joking with each other, or like see like you know Boogie and Nurkic laughing with each other. It's fun. Yeah. It's just Everybody fun. It's like you know a lot of touches on the shoulder. Yeah. Family baby. Great. I will say my favorite, cares. I think maybe my favorite part of the weekend, All Star Weekend, aside from Candace Parker, uh, mm-hmm. who you know, Los Angeles Sparks. We're gonna we're gonna come see us. We are coming for you, um, Sparks. But uh, was on Saturday night before they uh, announced the Craig Sager three pointathon. I think Ernie introduced kind of a video montage, and it was basically like, "Here's just a video package commemorating our beloved and dearly departed friend Craig Sager." And then probably the first two minutes of this two and a half minute video package was just all these athletes and coaches just ripping him to shreds for dressing like an idiot. That <laughs> was amazing. Was just, they, 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 the KG one where he tells them to go like burn everything is yeah. pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Craig, we love you. And here's something to honor, <laughs> honor your memory. You, you dress like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was man. great. Yeah. Hey, man. He won that meme from the Sager three point shootout. Is oh, the best. The that is. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, Sager real also gave me watching Steph Curry just suck ass at shooting half court shots for like two minutes. Yeah, was a ton of fun. It, it was I it was really oddly like, satisfying. That's a big ask to ask someone hop out of the stands. He's in probably jeans. had a few drinks. He's got jeans Definitely. and like a sweater vest on. Definitely, and he's went in like nice like going out shoes. Yeah, he's got like the hard bottom shoes yeah. on, and they're just like come like you're come, Steph Curry, just come, come drill drain a half court shot like, yeah. in order to raise fifty thousand dollars for <laughs> yeah. for Craig Sager. Like that's. That's a big ass. He had a one and a half anyone. apple teenies, and he was like, I am feeling Hold loose. Up, hold up. Yeah. Did y'all see the photo shoots? The, the Warriors? Yeah. Photo oh, yeah. That, that's the best thing that came out of this weekend. Was that from this weekend, or yeah. that happened? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is the weird factory loft apartment, like, brick wall thing, so and they're what? all dressed like Sears catalog models. Yeah. Somebody yeah. forgot. Lowry Somebody and DeRozan about- had one of those, too. Or, like, Lowry's, like, or, like, DeRozan just, like, in there smiling, and Lowry's just poking his head through the window in, like, the distance. That's cute. Oh, so playful. Guys, I, I actually think the best thing to come out of All-Star Weekend uh, was the news that Boogie Cousins was traded to New Orleans. Oh, my God. Who'd they give up? Uh, this was fucking insane. Sacramento, Sacramento has sent Boogie along with Omri Caspi to the to the Pelicans for Tyreek Evans, Lang- Buddy Healed, Langston Galloway, oh. Langston Galloway first and, second, and right? first and a second round draft pick in 2017. Damn, that's actually... So basically, nothing. Um, hey, Tyreek Evans is pretty good. Tyreek Evans is good, but... Going, he, back, to the, going did, back to the Kings. Didn't know, he, like, crazy. fucking crash and burn in Sacramento? He hated being in Sacramento. Yeah. So they they basically got a guy who hated playing for them when they almost ruined his career. Mm-hmm. They kind of did. He's going back there. Yeah. Buddy Heald, who's 23 years old, and their owner is convinced that he's going to be Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I think he just and, likes him because his name is Buddy. Yeah, Buddy. Good, good guy to have around. Langston Galloway is fine. And he's fine. How old is Langston Galloway? Is he he's like got to be like 26, 27. And now their draft picks are going to be like 18, 19, 20 because the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs now. Yeah, and the uh, and the Kings have to do a swap with the Sixers this year. So if they get like they basically just guaranteed a, a complete crash and burn of the season, they're probably going to get a top three draft pick that they're just going to hand over to the Sixers. But you guys could be drafting like fourth or fifth or first. Yeah, but how I, do they even get worked into the deal? It was older. That was from the Stauskas. That's from yeah the Stauskas trade like years ago. That's uh, oh, uh, that was one of the. And they also who, have a pick. They're twenty nineteen. Beautiful. Pick. Yeah, I think the thing that blows my mind more than anything is like on this show. Even it was like how much of Jamel's team would the Wizards like? Should they be giving up for oh, yeah, for, for Boogie? And we were like, oh, it's got to be like that time. We were like, oh, it's got to be Otto Porter. It's got to be Oubre. It's got to yeah, be. Which is what y'all said. And it, I and it never turned, thought that shit was yeah, worth it. Yeah, but it turns out it literally was like a bag of Cheetos, a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> no smoothies. N- no smoothies. Not even a fucking. And Langston Gatt. Vladi Divac won it. Like, can I get one of those, like, all you can drink 
for life cards for yeah. Smoothie King, and, and that's like, it. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah. We'll give you like the membership card though, where you get yeah. a, f- a free one after ten, half off on your birthday. Not even a free one. I mean, <laughs> if that if this was the price, like I don't like the Cavs could have given them like I'd given up I'd give up Thompson, Shumpert, and Jr. right now. For Boogie, you would. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I would give up, like, sh- like, like, you could, like, it's nothing. If it's nothing to get Boogie, like, everyone should have gotten Boogie. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why it, it was them. It, like, why not? About... Like, like, Boston could have given him nothing too, and kept most of their assets. Like, the Lakers didn't want to give up Ingram. Everyone, like, somehow Dell Demps made everybody else look like a chump. Uh, not just the Kings, but like. Boogie's on the fucking Pelicans. Now? I think I think the Pelicans duped him, man, because I feel like. Do you think they you, just like went down to New Orleans to you, get fucked up and like had some open yeah, carry action some, and then they're like, hurricanes got train? drank and shit? Because look, the the deal is like it's all hinging on Buddy Heald being good. So they tricked the Kings into thinking that Buddy Heald's gonna pan out. He's probably the worst prospect any team had to offer. So they really won. I really you know, he looked good in the Rising Stars game on Friday. I think everybody looks good. I looked good in that game. I played in that game in 2006. Holy shit. What? Yeah. You don't remember that? No. I dropped 8-8-8. Eight, eight, and eight. Triple 8. Yeah. Wow. Eight different kinds I've of turnovers. i Triple X, but Triple 8? Triple yeah, 8. did it all. By the way, I saw the Triple X movie, the a recent plus. one. Uh, a plus if you like terrible shit. It's, <laughs> hilar- it's hilarious. Go watch Triple X, and then the new sequel is going to be Triple 8 starring Jamel. There it is. We're working on that now. Whoop de woo. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the the video of Boogie literally learning he was getting traded in front of all these reporters? Face. You did watch like he probably didn't a even go home. Weight get lifted off of his shoulders, and he just immediately, immediately kind of like he was asked this question: "Did you enjoy your time playing?" In the Ulster game in New Orleans this week, and then you see his agent kind of lean over and whisper, no, "Not in his just ear. leap over, like yeah. jump, like crowd surf <laughs> through the reporters yeah. to like get to his ear and be like, this happy right now. You just got traded to the Pelicans. We'll talk about everything later. Just like know that you're on the Pelicans, you know that the Kings and New Orleans things can be cool. Don't react right now." And then Boogie, just a <laughs> smile comes over his face, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I love New Orleans. I love, <laughs> I love it here. I love spending time here. I'm so excited to be in New Orleans right now." Like. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I guess we're happy. We everybody wanted Boogie to be free. Yeah. Nobody saw it coming. So where do the Pelicans end up now? Obviously, the Kings are done. I mean, no, the Kings aren't just done. Like the Kings are like the Kings, the Kings, the Kings got- are like oh, everybody thinks that the Knicks are the trashiest organization. Just Hold my meth. <laughs> and then they just. I mean, it's like every week it's like there's like these two teams are just in a fight to the bottom i like the phrase hold my mouth i just imagine like some like shitty white trash person in sacramento like getting into a fight outside a bar and like taking off her earrings and then like being like hold my mouth like also <laughs> well it's like everyone just thinks it's like oh hold my beer it's like no this is too crazy for beer yeah. this is like hold my crack rock i mean yeah. okay so they're done this year but i don't know man Collie stein is he's kind of for real yeah I guess they just didn't get along. Is that why this didn't work out? Was that like the final nail in the coffin was the Kings drafting Cauley Stein? And that's just like, you know, we are going to get you out of here, Boogie. It's I think just a matter of time. Final nail in the coffin is that they, they're just a terrible organization. And they have this like once in a generation talent and Boogie Cousins and like just couldn't build anything around him. It's so crazy that you could yeah. just own anything. Like people <laughs> who don't like are adverse to success. They just have a lot of money, and they could just throw money continuously and just be trash for decades. Yeah, Why? it's really Ugh. nuts because it's basically like we're gonna blow this shit up to look for a top five player by trading away our top five player. Like that's just the logic of it that is hard to like. And maybe they're right, you know. Like, may, I guess, I guess maybe it's like you know he's such a cancer, but I have a like, boy, could this could this be? Could you see a better situation for Boogie where he gets to go to like his? Like, doesn't it feel like Anthony Davis is his older brother, even though he's younger? Explain. Well, I mean, does is it just because he's taller? Is, this, is, is it literally just because he's height? not as like I don't know, like emotional? I mean, he's just the opposite. I'm not gonna say. Just kind of seems like level headed. Like they oh, don't seem like brothers to me. Like, I don't imagine them as pals. But I imagine this being like opposites. Like they certainly, got, they got the Kentucky connection. Yeah, like the Kentucky brotherhood. And then they also, like, I feel like it's so good for Boogie to have someone else to kind of just be going through this shit with. Yeah, you should yeah. definitely be playing with somebody who you know you've had sex with the same people. You know what I mean? I <laughs> imagine that program is just, a, you know, some sort of cycle of, uh, you know. Like in Kansas, like, Boogie. they just, like, 
Yeah. Kentucky. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, sorry, Kentucky. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, all the same. You guys get it. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. It was just some Kentucky hoes that, like, have been cycled in and out. In and out, yeah. So yeah. they definitely, they've got that Eskimo Bros thing going. Yeah. Uh, Bo- Boogie's on the block. And I guess, what, da- Davis will just never post up again? I mean. He's just going to stay on the three-point line? Boogie doesn't, do... they can both space, you know? Yeah, they, they, they're. Is that a they're good thing? Is that a good thing? I don't know. Big men in yeah. the league are on the same team, though. Like, they're going to be... I mean, are they both going to just be too willing to shoot threes, though? I mean, look, okay, so somebody's going to have to choose to be on the block. And for the team to be successful, it can't be about both of them hitting I mean, threes anymore. If nothing yeah. else, the New Orleans Pelicans just became the number one league pass team for the rest of the year. Oh, absolutely. Just for the drama. Just, yeah. Because like, Boogie also, like, he's at the point with his techs this season where he can he could just be getting suspended. Every other game. What do you get? Like two. What does he get? It's like every three texts now he gets. He gets suspended, or every two texts. Mm. I think it's every three, and then maybe it becomes. Oh, two that at some shouldn't point. carry over with a trade. <laughs> yeah, that should. Be <laughs> a that reset. Uh, Speaking of drama, we had, we didn't even talk about the the only real drama from the All Star game. Oh, Go on. No, nigga, Russ and KD. Uh, yeah. oh, they played I'm, a total of eighty-two seconds. I'm bored of that. All drama. I'm hot. So- I I couldn't hear Reggie Miller talk about it anymore. <laughs> Reggie Miller is the corniest NBA superstar we've ever had. I understand had. why on, on All Star Weekend too they have like these guys who are like sports and that like it, like they need someone who's like a comedian to like run the event. Like, they Kevin need, Hart. They need they Kevin need Hart. Kevin Hart. Or Kevin Hart need... wants to like be in the NBA. Just Anthony, let him MC like, the Anthony weekend. Anderson was close the one time. Yeah, he was like eh, it was cool. It was like that's like where you gotta like be. He wasn't like the best at it. But he's just not like a, like a host. But you need like a. I guess they, they if just we're don't want to go entertainment. You need someone who's going to be able to kind of like. I don't need to hear like Ernie, like Ernie Johnson and Reggie Miller, like trying to kind of like do segue host stand up bits slash like holler at people in the audience and just like, fill time. Like after this is why I don't like Reggie Miller. After uh, KD threw that alley oop to Russ, Russ dunked the ball, and we were all happy for five. We're seconds. all happy for five seconds. Reggie Miller goes, Kumbaya, my lord. And I was like, that is the corniest, fucking dad jokiest, like dumb shit. I might have done it. You might have done Kumbaya I'm not say, because like, actually, Russ and I KD are friends now. I wouldn't have done that. I would have maybe. I would have done uh, Ebony and Ebony. I would have. Ebony and Ebony live together in perfect Ebony. Um, Peter's not drunk. Nope, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I do think, uh, speaking of KD and Russ, I think, and bringing it back to Boogie and Anthony Davis, it's just, it's a very similar dynamic to me. You got the angry, like, plays with rage, like, in Russ and and uh, and Boogie, and then you've got, like, kind of the level-headed, sensible guy who can do everything in Anthony Davis and I guess, Kevin Durant. Dude, though, like, give me that first-round Pelicans-Warriors matchup again, maybe. Like... That's what I'm fucking looking forward to. Like, this shit's going to be interesting. And, like, it's also they're fun not, because, they, like... You think they're going to finish eighth? That's, I think they will. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, like, one game behind oh, Denver right definitely. now. And, uh, like... Right. The, oh. No, I'm saying you don't think they... They only think that this... Unless the Nuggets... Well, the Nuggets are looking to get rid of Wilson Chandler to anybody who will take him. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get rid of him for weeks now, right? Um, And I don't think the Thunder are going to fall off. So it's really got to be the Pelicans and the Nuggets. And I think the... I, I mean... So dude, one through six is set. One through six, Golden State one, San Antonio two, Houston three, Clippers four, Utah mm-hmm. five, Memphis six. I don't see any of them falling out. OKC seven. OKC is seven. They're, they're like thirty-two five. and twenty-five yeah, right now. Like Damn, six, seven games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that is. It's locked up. And then it's uh, Denver, Sacramento, and Portland and New Orleans all hovering with between like twenty-five and twenty-three wins. I don't see how New Orleans doesn't catch up to Denver. They're two games behind. Once again, this Anthony is, Davis and all... Boogie for the next like two weeks are going to average like fifty-eight points and twenty-five rebounds. Yeah, I mean Drew Holiday's like, coming out. Like, yeah, fifteen like, assists. Like Drew Holiday's going to be in heaven, running around these screens. I mean, and Drew hopefully, Holiday's actually playing fucking well. He's fuck. I'm, I'm pumped for him. I'm pumped for the Pelicans. I'm just pumped for anything to happen. Just some sort of uh, raise in play from either organization. Because I'm interested. You're right. So if the Kings and Pelicans are close right now. They're going to have some heated matchups on this, in the second half of the season. Are they done playing each other for the year? I don't Ooh. know. I don't have their schedule up. And I'll pull it up. That's – hey, that's a rivalry I in mean, the making. I mean, that'll be a good league pass game. A guy who's literally played on both teams? But 
at the same time, like it's going to be the Pelicans just destroying the Kings. I don't think the Kings are going to show up. Yo, things. I think uh, paper isn't. It's got to happen. It's like science. You have the chemical reaction has to react. On paper is a different thing. No, dude. I never, Obviously, it's they're going to be way better. Like we know this, but this is probably the last time we'll ever talk about the Kings. We just haven't seen it yet. I just want to see it, and then once I see it, it's like yes, I I knew it, but now I saw it. I mean, teams have fallen apart with more. Is all I'm saying. Is it worse to be a Kings fan today than it is to be a Knicks fan? Always I mean, worse to be a Knicks fan. I don't know if you're a Kings fan. Chances are you live in Sacramento. Yeah, true. If you live in, in New York, house, you, if you live in New York. You, you can have, eat a sandwich at any point. Yeah, you'd be good to go. You can get a slice. Yeah, wherever. Yeah, good, yeah. yeah that's true. Go see Hamilton, and you can yeah. hit like so many mics in one night. You know, dude, yeah. you can just get all over the city on foot. Sacramento, you like you could you could smoke weed with Kevin Johnson. That's cool. You know I mean? That's a good point. You could get caught up in some sort of prostitution ring. All right, guys, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to be back with uh, answering some of our listener questions. Ooh. Until then, bye. Go, y'all, pick out what you want, Hermes, pick out what you want, Lucinelle, pick out what you want. Puppet Jack, I'm a puppet Jack. What the fuck is you talking about? I can get your ass hit. How about a car? Bet, nigga, they gon' smash it. I got America most nigga. I'm going to hit me on the dick. Hey, guys, you wear clothes, right? Show did. You cover, Every day. You cover your body with cloth. Fine linens. Fine linens only? Well, if you like jerseys or T-shirts or warm-up pants, or perhaps jackets, and you like throwback sports memorabilia, check out Flashback on Melrose in California. Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Uh, Jamel, what's the, what's the last thing you got from Flashback? Last thing I got up? from Flashback, um, just more hats. Straight hats? I just, just straight. I have a series. I have the... Full pool party bucket hat Hooray. series. Yeah, once Future came out, I just got more. I got that. I got a uh, fatigue one. That's pretty good. Yeah, if you want to stock up on bucket hats with with uh, NBA team logos on them, flashback. Is actually, your store. I actually have all of those now. You got to see me personally. But for everything <laughs> else, <laughs> yeah, for everything else, go to flashback. For everything else, go to flashback. We love flashback, and I wear all my clothes only from them. They don't sell underwear, so... Uh, Not yet. You fasten the hats in the underwear? Yeah. Tight. The bucket hats work well. Yo, is Stance going to start making draws? I don't know. They should. They should. Yeah. I'd wear some Mark Price underwear. Hey, Stance, hit us up. We could get you uh, a, a vendor in L.A. Flashback. Flashback. <laughs> Perfect. And we're back. Did you oh guys my. like that ad from Flashback? That was a good one. I thought it was a good one. Those hey. guys who weren't us, mind you. No, that's the ad team we pay. Yeah. A lot. Uh, guys, we got some we got some questions from our listeners. People hit us up on Twitter. What? They want to ask us about our opinions on dumb basketball shit. Oh my god, I can't even believe people listen to this shit. Neither can I. Shout out to our private Facebook group that we're in, Basketball Goons, for hitting I, us up with a couple questions. I want to yep. reserve my shout out until somebody fucks with us one time. <laughs> we do. We're pretty active members of this group. We are in the goons. Don't nobody be. Look, man, we need some impressions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> our metrics, our little matrices is fucked up, okay? Goons, sirs, madams. Help us out. Please help. Yeah, there's 700 and some odd like members in that group. Now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We need at least 900 listeners from the group. Absolutely. Uh, but today we got a listener, uh, CJ Mayo, at Sad Dad Party on Twitter. Ow. He asks, uh, which current NBA players would make the best drag queens? Oh, man. Current. Soft, soft features are a must. You know, high cheekbone. I like a thin sort of Jack Skellington uh, drag queen, too, though. You know? Mm-hmm. Chris Tapps would look great. Ooh, Chris Tapps would be great. A, yeah. well, a well-shaved Kevin Love. I don't know. Kevin Love, he's like got that classic lumberjack like kind of build. But he's got to be shaved. So I don't know. Like, you know, on the face. Gotta go. Uh, my, vote, my vote is Porzingis. He won the skills challenge. He's got skills. Kristaps Porzingis, he's, he's got basketball skills. Perhaps he has drag queen squi- skills. Maybe we'll find out. Someday. Those are called squills. Squills. He's got them squills. You got them squills. Squills, queen. Squills. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis, I think, would look uh, attractive in a dress. Yeah. Yeah. You better squills. <laughs> Who else? Peter, you got one? I feel like you're Googling. Yeah, he's looking it up right now. Um, I don't want to – I know this is – talk about the, the Washington Wizards a lot, but I really believe in uh, Kelly Oubre looking very – Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, vibrant. he could do it. That's drag. Yeah, yeah. He would wear something slinky, something tight. Uh, even though uh, CJ asks about current NBA players, we know the the most drag queeny of all retired players is Charles Barkley, strictly Indeed. because of the eyebrows, right? Oh, yeah. He's, He's got a- them dramatic eyebrows with the natural <laughs> arch in them. Like, I think drag queens take photos of Charles Barkley to their what it's called esthetician to like <laughs> to to have their eyebrows done like that new theory charles barkley gets blackout drunk and gets his eyebrows done and he's just been doing it for years and he just doesn't know <laughs> he just doesn't even know yeah. he's just getting trizzed i like that theory yeah i bet there's a lot of stuff he does that he doesn't remember yeah absolutely yeah buy like box sets Probably stole a golf cart or two. Well, I hope that answers your question. Yes, yes again. Again. I think yes. we did. I think we got you. From our next, uh, our next listener, Dinah, at DinahJD on hey, Twitter. We've met. <laughs> Dinah asks, if you could date one NBA mascot, dead or alive, which one would it be? Date. If you could date mm-hmm. one NBA mascot. Because I'd fuck Benny the Bull. I told you all before. Hold the horns. Ooh. But uh, Date? I, th- I got a thing for that uh, that coyote that uh, that Spurs. Coyote. Oh yeah. Oh, that coyote is pretty legit. The Spurs even have like an understated, yeah. nice ass mascot. Yeah. I would like to be at like a like a, like a candlelit dinner. Yeah, oh. or or a wedding. Like, hey, you want to yeah. go to this wedding? I got to go to in Tucson. Yeah, yeah. I'll meet you halfway there. Hold hands at a wedding. With yeah, that coyote. Um, I think uh, I think the Memphis Grizzly is kind of. I think he'd be a good boyfriend. Yeah. I would date him. He's pretty good. I would date the Buffalo from Thundering Herd of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Just seems like a pretty casual good guy, and he kind of looks like the Beast in Beauty of the Beast. And I think that guy, I liked that movie when I was little. You know, maybe you don't have like a tale as old as time kind of thing with him. I saw the trailer for the new live action Beauty and the Beast. I'm going to tell you the number one problem with with that movie, what it's going to be. The Beast isn't fuckable enough. I look at that beast and I'm like, "There's no one's gonna get horny looking at this guy." Yeah, I mean, right? I feel like there's so many little girls that watch the old you know animated what? movie All and got that, so horny. Even in the trailer, it looked like pretty fucking shitty CGI. Like I thought he was gonna look more humany, but like they really CGI'd his beast face. So you're just like, "Well, I'm not gonna fuck this computer, dude." Yeah, yeah, nobody's ready to fuck computers yet. Like I was I more into like the, the Avatar dudes. Even though they're like blue silly beasts, I'm like, "Well, at least you're like more like this." Just looks like. Kind of looks like they made them on Windows 95. Real. Right. So uh, what did we settle on? Uh, we would date. All of them, I think. We would date all the NBA mascots. Yeah. <laughs> none of us would fuck the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. No. Forget about that. And none, none of us would beast. fuck Chuck Condor from the Clippers. Oh, I would murder Chuck the Condor. <laughs> if, there was a, if this was a fuck, marry, kill situation, Chuck would be the number one kill for me. He's the worst mascot. I don't know what they were thinking. Something about when when I see mascots now, it, it, it kind of makes me like sad for some reason. I get a real like some sort of emotional reaction just to seeing a guy in a suit. I, it's sad to me in L.A. because you know the dude that isn't or the woman. I don't know who who's inside yeah, Chuck the Condor. Suits. Uh, they moved here to pursue a dream. You don't know that, but they what could if they're local? Was, yeah, they could be a local diehard Clippers fan. It's possible. Which would be dope. I don't know, but they're like they're good at dancing and flipping and all that shit. I feel like they might have moved here to try to be an entertainer, and now they 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 have a huge crowd every night, but they got a mask over their head, and nobody knows who they are. Well, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> fuck you, Chuck. Uh, guys, next question. You ready? From Mitchell Robles at Miach six two six. That's M E O T C H six two six on Miach. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mitchell, hit us up and let us know if that's a weird Kendrick <laughs> reference that you're making with your Twitter name. Miach. Okay. Miach asked, uh, favorite underrated player of all time, i.e. Eric Snow, Jamal Mashburn, Eddie Jones. I don't feel like we he deserves an answer to this question because he thinks Eric Snow was an underrated player. I'm going to go ahead and say Eric Snow is uh, just all-time terrible, like, Long career dudes. You know, you and I are almost Eskimo brothers of having to watch Eric Snow be a point guard to our team in the finals and get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, Eric Snow, uh, 76ers point guard in 2001. Very properly rated. Uh, Terrible in the finals. Uh, What was it, 07? Uh, 07. 07. Starting point guard for the Cleveland Cavs. Yeah, God, what a... Eric Snow. Some players on that team? Eric Snow. Larry Hughes. Drew Gooden, Sasha Pavlovic, 
No, that one. LeBron James. That one. That was the starting lineup that LeBron James took to the finals. That might be more impressive, as impressive as beating the Warriors with Kyrie and Kevin. Yeah, that team was, and like he single handedly destroyed the like the still in their prime Pistons team that like probably should have beat them. Should have been like a should have been a Spurs Pistons rematch. I'm gonna go ahead and say maybe LeBron uh, to answer your question is my favorite underrated player of all time. LeBron James. LeBron James. Even though you know. Like I think he's better than Michael Jordan. I think when I all think said so and done, too. he's done more impressive things with Michael than Michael Jordan. I think it's really hard to appreciate greatness, and it's hard when I'm fucking like slobbing his knob on this podcast all the time, all yeah. the time. But every once in a while, you'll just be you'll catch like a LeBron cross court pass where he'll hit like Channing Frye or Kyle Korver like right where they wanted to catch and shoot, and you're just like, ah, that's. There's no way to quantify just how fucking fantastic that is. Mm-hmm. And as he just keeps racking up these ridiculous only player to be like 20,000 points, 8,000 assists, 8,000 rebounds, it's just like bananas. But other than LeBron, who is who is the most underrated player? All-time uh, Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Let's just leave it there. Cool. <laughs> Raouf, right. he dropped 50, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, there you go, Mitchell. Um, friend of the pod, Nikki Jaggerman. At hey. Nikki Jaggerman, N-I-K-K-I-J-A-G-E-R-M-A-N on Twitter, asks, what are my chances with Blake Griffin? Strong. Yeah. Ab- above decent. Do you do improv comedy? Yes, she does. Better than strong. Yeah. In there. I feel like, Nikki, you and Blake are probably, there's a Venn diagram and you're, of both your lives, and, and there's some overlap happening. You yeah. know some of the same people. You, you go to the same shows. You know, in the back hallway of UCB on the right night in the off season, this is going down. Might yeah. catch him. And I feel like Nikki is versatile enough. She could go. She could play it either way. She could be like the fanboy, fangirl. Yeah. Excuse me, and be like, oh, my God, I love you, Blake. Or she could go the other way and be like. Who are you? Who are you? I actually don't know what basketball. Explain basketball to Versatile. me. Versatile. Yeah, yeah. Her approach. She's like got that. range. Yeah. I'm going to shout out. She's Nikki. a five tool player. She is a five tool player. I'm going to shout Nikki out real quick because she's the one that I don't know if she created this, but she's the one that introduced it to me. The uh, making the the scissor motion with your fingers and saying snip snip as a way to cheer for the Clippers. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is what we do. Do you want to go to the Clippers game? Snip snip, baby. Yeah, yeah. So shout I'm out snipping. Nikki for I think creating the snip snip Clipper chant. I think I think you tell Blake that. You got a good. You got a good. Oh, aim. you're in. Yeah, yeah. good you're lead. In. Foot in the door from JJ, aka at life underscore loves underscore J. Hey, he wants to know me, bro. Me, what, Brosif. You, Jamel's Brosif. What's the uh, playoff picture going forward for uh, the Knicks? Uh, the picture is a uh, Polaroid photo that is put never going frame. to develop. Yeah. That they put in a frame and yeah. then they stare at it until they have to go to the draft lottery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the picture is like uh, it's like in James Dolan's uh, office and it's a painting that's like cursed huh. and like as like it doesn't like it prevents him from aging because his soul is like horcruxed into it. <laughs> And he'll never sell the team as a result. He'll never die, and he'll always own the team, and he's an evil piece of shit, and they'll never make the playoffs again. Yeah, the picture is a selfie taken by James Dolan of him and his black friends, but it's like you can only see like kind of like a corner of his cheek. You know what I'm saying? Just a terribly taken selfie. Because they're not really his friends. There's some black dudes at the Madison Square Garden that he just stood next to. It's Larry Johnson (laughs) with like the saddest look on his face, trying to smile. He's just like, guy, he literally can't say no to courtside seats. I think it, the picture is that picture of Charles Oakley getting uh, manhandled by four security guards because James Dolan just didn't like him. Oh, my goodness. Stay classy, Knicks. Yeah, yeah the, the Knicks, Knicks are, to quote Peter, a dumpster fire. I have, I've, I've come around on the fire. I'm thinking maybe they, they could be a phoenix that rises from the ashes. It just seems like because Melo didn't get traded, because I noticed that once that happened, it kind of seemed like the whole team was like, well, we're, you know, I think the whole world knows that we are playing with some fucked up odds right now and our owner is trash and nobody's doing us any favors and Phil doesn't do anything. So it's just us now. And I think it kind of galvanized them. So they're going to do some, some major league shit is what you're saying. They're, I, gonna it's, do... they're eligible for major league one or two. Although if they 
are going to do themselves any good. They're not going to want to win any games and remove pieces of clothing from the cutout of James Dolan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that scenario, like you definitely – It's can it still be Genie Bus? Or maybe like – still work that into may, Genie Or maybe Bus? like every time they win, they just put more, more clothing mm-hmm. on him. <laughs> they add a parka. They add a, like, yeah. a layer of clothing. That would be – that's further away. Yeah. I support that. So, uh, JJ, not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> the picture is Phil Jackson sitting alone. Looking on sad <laughs> on a bus. Can you reply to him with that photo, actually? JJ? Yeah, yeah. I will, I will. V, at Lost in the Clear, asks, which WNBA player, active or retired, do you think could play in today's NBA? I'm going to go ahead and just shout out Candace Parker again. Yeah. Sure. Love her. I'm going to go with Diana Taurasi. Yeah. She, every time I hear her talk about basketball on a podcast and every time I've seen her play, just seems like the smartest she seems like she would be one of the smartest players on any floor, man or woman. Mm-hmm. And like as like a distributor, I feel like she would really be able to to actually play, like actually like hang. Yeah, I feel like I've got I've got a few in my mind: uh, Becky Hammond, sure, Cynthia Cooper, Lisa Leslie, Brittany Griner. What about Sue Bird? Griner? Oh, uh, forgot about yeah. Sue. See, like, Sue's like, real good. Lisa Leslie is kind of like a victim of the time because like when she was playing. It was a tougher NBA game, like a more just like literally violent NBA game. Whereas you get to put like Brittany Griner there now. I mean, yeah, bodies are still banging, but like you're not getting like the hard fouls and the elbows and the yeah. And I feel like Elena Del Don, like she could probably play the wing on on a, on a yeah, few yeah. NBA she could be teams. A spot up shoot. She yeah. could be yeah. Channing Fry. There's a few yeah. yeah. Like Candace Parker, I think, is another person who could yeah. play that Post role up in too. the corner. Yeah, yeah, just put him in the corner. LeBron hit her with a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a couple yeah. boards. If LeBron wins another championship, he should just bring on the first female athlete out of the Cavs, the first female basketball It player. does feel – the NBA feels like a race to see who's going to be the most woke. It's like an arms race. And the Spurs are in the lead. Spurs are, Spurs way, are in way ahead. Way in the lead. Yeah. And then, like, the Warriors, the Warriors and the are Cavs. Trying. The Cavs – I mean, yeah, I guess the Cavs, actually, you got to give them a lot of credit because LeBron is, like, the activist in chief in yeah. the players. Yeah. It was Jabari Parker, but he got injured. So, so really, just to, like he's, the, on the bench, he's on the bench for, really for activism. Like the also. most winningest teams, just like yeah, are the ones. Side who... note: I got an idea for a league. It's all dudes with uh, crippling knee injuries. We bring them back, oh. and instead of like having them push themselves to the limit to try to get back to the league, we just have a separate league where they can all just have knee problems together, and they have to like play on those like scooters where you put your one your knee up with <laughs> one leg and you scoot yeah, around with your one foot. leg. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope as shit. Guys, another question from Andy Lawton. That's your boy, right? That's my man. At real Andy Lawton. He asks, in their prime, who would win in a bar fight? Draymond Green or Charles Barkley? Gotta go with Barkley because he's out of his mind and he's from Alabama. Yeah, I think all things being equal like them both having like the same ability to just like tear each other's shreds like physically. Yeah. Bark like I like like it's gonna be like who's the first one to stop and be like I I I don't want to die and I feel like Draymond's just like a little bit smarter and Barkley would just be like well, this is to the death. yeah he's going to the death exactly yeah. if I had to rank like best bar fights by state Michigan very high up there on really? the list but I'm giving. I want to give Alabama a one seed in that tournament. You know, yeah. yeah, they're definitely getting a one they're seed def- in, a, in a bar yeah. fight yeah. tourney. You know, yeah. I mean, Draymond grew up in Saginaw, Michigan. Which, which oh, is, they could fight. He could fight. It's a hard place, but I think you brought this up before. Like Barkley was a black dude in Alabama. Yeah, so he probably had to fight a lot more than Draymond did. Yeah, because I feel like it's just I don't know. It's fucking Alabama. What am yeah. I just trying to figure out? Yeah. It's Alabama. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alabama in the fucking 60s, 70s, please. Yeah. I also think there's... Their senator was Jeff Sessions. Yeah, dude. Like Yo, Charles years. had to scrap a yeah. lot. This comparison is interesting because there are they each have had their own famous bar fights. Charles mm-hmm. Barkley famously ended his by throwing a dude, dude through a plate glass window. Draymond Green... Got talked to by hotel security because he slapped a guy in the face. Yeah, one's a little different and, than the other. Yeah, the guy didn't go to the hospital or anything. I don't know if that's like a reflection on though, like Draymond's like ability to beat the shit out of somebody. It, I think it it's might... a reflection on Charles Barkley's ability to go it, way overboard. Yeah, that's what that's, 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 I think, yeah. but you know, also you know what? It might we got to add a little bit of you got to take a little bit of credit away because it might be a reflection of the times. Fair enough. Like this is in the nineties. 
when everybody was getting thrown through a plate glass window. <laughs> that was like every show. That's true. Walker, Texas Ranger was kicking a nigga through a plate glass window every week. Yeah. Like so, in act one. Yeah. So he's like on his way to work. Yeah. It's so, like kick this dude through a plate glass window and then go check up on the case of the week. Yeah. So that's got to affect your. Uh, your mindset. Yeah. Going into a bar fight. You're like, no, I'm going straight to renegade level right now. So do you think the fact that Draymond is currently living in the golden age of television with Netflix and yeah. FX and all these networks, you know, there's like something like 450 like scripted comedies on the air right now. Yeah, you absolutely. think that that is like if Charles Barkley his violent. Yes. <laughs> if Charles Barkley, if Charles Barkley had access to CISO in his prime, he would be a way kinder man. That's Instead, what I'm going to say. He had to watch Channel 17 in Philly. He had to watch the <laughs> Renegade syndicated show, and he just watched Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas, Lamas like ride him. his motorcycle over people. Exactly, yeah. son. Got exactly. It. So, yeah, Draymond, if you grew up in the 90s, you'd uh, probably yeah. kick a fool through a window, too. Yeah. Only 90s kids will understand this. <laughs> You'll know you're a 90s kid if you get this podcast. Uh, Jamel, did we did we have a late breaking question come in? Um, I, I told I told my other brother I was like, hey, give me a question because he asked uh, about uh, KD and uh, 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 KD's mom at the game. That oh, I they, didn't even catch her at the game. Yeah, it didn't even it was it kind of yeah. didn't turn into anything. But before the game, he asked me uh, what he thought about uh, his mom having to get extra security to go back to Oklahoma. And I was like, well, yeah, you should probably do that. But yeah, fortunately, nothing went down. So uh, kudos to the whites of Oklahoma for not uh, for trying not to beat up someone's mom. Congrats, white people, for, for not being who we thought you were. There to go. Literally the best thing white people did in <laughs> 2017 so far is not beat up Kevin Durant's mom. Well, he did. He asked a couple questions that we covered already. Uh, how you feel about Cousins in New Orleans? Got that. Listen to the first half, bro. Uh, why does Anthony Davis live at the rim? I mean, because he's a large man. Gonna go with that because he can eat there. He can eat there. Uh, how do you all like LeBron's performance in the uh, All Star game? Just in life, I think it's great. Great, just in life, it's wonderful. Yeah, Changed he, my life. Yeah, he also said he's not Steph Curry's not his rival. Is the latest quote? I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, I he's don't think it is star. either. Yeah, I mean his rival is time. His History. rival is time, and maybe Kevin Durant. I think he has a legit like more. Oh yeah, that's why Kevin Durant is even doing the shit he's doing because he's like LeBron. He said it a while his... ago. Yeah, he's sick of being number two. Yeah. Here's my favorite question: uh, Who had better jerseys, the East or the West? I'm gonna go with the celebrity jerseys because the actual All Star Game jerseys trash. were trash, trash bags, baby. That's, Ew. A, trash that's bags. a wash. Nigga, uh, they look like some shit you get at the gas station. These look like they should say Hollywood on the front. Yeah. The the best uh, the best All Star jerseys I think I mean the nineties like they actually like nineteen ninety through nineteen ninety nine all the jerseys were the, hot as hell yeah but two years ago they had really dope uh, All Star jerseys that's not the one is is that the the New West Orleans had the black one and the red oh those were cool yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a Durant All Star jersey did they have sleeves and like the, no. the blue uh, no I also like those blue and white ones yeah they were that cool. like, kind of looked like the Wizards you know like the block. Oh yeah, they did those ones in New York. Yeah, those were nice. They kind of look kind of tune squadish, yeah. very yeah. simple. Yeah, they were cool. Those are kind of cool. I think we got to wrap this up, guys. Let's yeah, wrap it up. Thank you, uh, thank you, everyone. Shout out everyone who sent in questions. Yeah, uh, yeah. Toronto checked in. Everybody was in there. Oh yeah, we want to uh, shout out uh, real quick. Uh, Camille Esquivel on Twitter hit us up in an all caps tweet and said, "Where have you guys been? All, all the shit that has gone down the last two weeks." Injuries, death of my fantasy team, boogie trade. Camille, uh, we're sorry. Last week, to be honest, we had some technical difficulties that uh, fucked up. We couldn't put out an episode. Uh, but here ben we had are. had a stroke. He's back, though. I had a stroke. Still, you know, obviously I'm not talking too well, so I'm yeah, going through it. He's working, he's working his way through it. Camille, out in Toronto, we hope you enjoy this. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we'll talk about your Raptors as they start to climb. Yeah, yeah I think through, next. I feel yeah. like we're going to be talking about the Raptors a lot. Yeah, yeah. Next, next week, next let's get some, uh, you know, end-of-the-year predictions next week. Yeah. Jamal, you, got, up. you got anything you want to plug, though? Uh, what do I have to plug? Uh, on Deck Comedy LA, on Instagram, uh, uh, Comedy in the Cut, uh, first Fridays every month in LA, broccolihouse.com for info on all my shits. Nice. Peter, how about you? Just plugging Airbuds Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, and uh, you should check out, if you want to follow me, I'm at Danger Moses, and you should check out the fabulous mixtape LA number 20 that Mike Benner and myself will be participating in this Friday at the Virgil. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Great if like, lineup. If you like stand up and rap. 
If you like stand-up and rap and happy hour drinks and no price of admission, yeah, come to the the show. And they got the live, the the real nice taco truck. Definitely uh, top tier. Strong taco taco truck. Hurricane tacos. That's the English translation. I don't want to say the Spanish version because I'm scared. You're very respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, we also we got a couple uh, iTunes reviews. Just want to shout them out. Uh, thank you at iOS Bit. Uh, he said I was looking for something about the dog movies, but instead found a pretty funny NBA related show. Lovely. That's what we go Thanks, for. I we're trying to bit. trick people into thinking we're dogs. Uh, <laughs> Z Surdy says I don't really love sports, but I love this pod. Again, that's exactly what we're going for. Thank you for rating and review us. You guys are the best. Yeah. Uh, follow us at Airbuds Pod on everything. Listen and subscribe on iTunes. Review uh, us too. We'll shout you out. Review us and give us five stars, and we'll shout you out. Absolute. Uh, if you give us four stars, we're coming to your crib. <laughs> Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.